And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. And guess what? What? We are here with an Ask Astrega. It has been like 800 years since we've done one of those. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, so we're ready to share our knowledge with you. Yes, I'm super excited to read these. We've, it looks like we've got some cool stories in. And my apologies, because some of these are from like... May. <laughs> yeah, like I was going to be forgiving and say other seasons, but yes, May. So everyone that has written in, I really appreciate it. And even more so, I appreciate your patience. And I hope that what information we give you is still useful and handy here. Yep, I'm sure it will be. If any of you guys have a story or a question or an experience or something that you want to share for an Ask Estrega, uh, please email it to us, winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. I get a lot of them sent to my Instagram and to the podcast Instagram, and I appreciate everyone reaching out, but it's really hard to keep track of all of it there. So if it's in the email, it's easier to like keep it all in one nice, neat, tidy place. So please email us your stuff. We would love to share it. Wine spirits and witches at gmail.com. Okay. So what you drinking, Monica? I am drinking beer. My oh, right. You got beer. your bubbly? Well, yeah, my, you're my bubbly. Little, my little foamy. Yeah, I got my foamy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, channeling some clockwork orange here tonight, and I'm drinking milk. I'm on a really big milk kick right now. Oh, good. Good. You yeah. need some. You need a little cup. It's, I, yeah, I must, I must need it because I have been drinking so much milk, and it is just hitting the spot. Wow. I used to do that when I was first pregnant, and I would puke it all up. <laughs> I haven't done it's- that part, thank goodness. Please don't jinx me. Yeah. <laughs> This hasn't this hasn't been a pukey pregnancy, thank goodness. I, I feel like I got lucky there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I know, I know. So keep drinking your milk. The baby needs it for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Let's dive right on in, shall we? Sure. Which one are we going to do? Our first one is coming from Adriana, and she says, "Hello, Shauna and Monica. I hope you guys are doing well today. I have a story for you about a possible psychic attack." This was a dream I had not so long ago. It was pretty crazy, and I have never experienced anything like this. So my dream began with me being at work. It was almost time to get off, and I remember receiving news that one of my friends had gone missing. I panicked and told my best friend that works with me that we had to go and look for him. We were about to get off work. We worked a second shift, so that means we get off pretty late at night. We end up going to look for him, but in a wooded area kind of like a forest which is weird because here in kansas we don't have that but anyway we entered this forest the atmosphere changes into a color blue with fog and started getting really creepy we continue going down a path with in my car and then suddenly the lights in my car start blinking and flashing like my battery is going out the panic starts setting in and we see two white lifeless eyes glow in the dark and begin to emerge from the darkness my friend starts getting really scared and holds on to my arm and i can feel my heart start to race i felt a heavy energy and it felt kind of electric too and i was very afraid of what was coming we see a quote demon appear with a scythe in its hand and i was getting ready to swing i get off my car and suddenly kind of become conscious in my dream and i raised my hand and i said no to it it was a moment i will never forget it was i was wasn't 100% in control but i remember i crushed it inside out and it falls to the ground crying asking me for mercy Now that the thing was scared, I started laughing, but my laugh had multiple voices, and we ended up banishing the demon. I say we because it almost felt like others were in control. This was like an Avatar The Last Airbender thing. Anyways, I wake up terrified and sweaty. I also realized I wasn't breathing so well. I had never been so afraid in my life, but the feeling went away, and I was able to go back to sleep. Not to mention, I woke up in the morning feeling like a badass. 
what to, what do you guys think what what was this just a spirit messing with me trying to make itself look all powerful or could there be a different meaning to the dream hmm. first of all i want to say that you are a badass because that's a fucking scary ass dream and the fact that you went back to sleep like you're a fucking boss dude mm-hmm. yeah um what i derived out of this this uh dream is she definitely uh showed that she had power over the the evil or the unknown so that's awesome that she was able to uh, planes across uh to do that you know what i'm saying to like take the take the bull by the horn so to speak and get in control of it so that's awesome that's i mean i think that's talking about her power her personal power and and uh telling her that she's you know in control of the things around her mm-hmm absolutely what do you you think well first off if you're asking like it was this a psychic attack yeah i I think so it feels like it on some level it was um there's many different kinds of psychic attacks it's definitely seen that there was a spirit or entity of some sort fucking with you for sure and you really did just stand right up to it and didn't back down you told it like i'm no bitch anyway but you know what this kind of does remind me of is um Ricky, Ricky has really like far out dreams sometimes that are just really animated. I feel like mine are always so simple compared to his. Uh, but he had dreams like not exactly like this, but it had like the same kind of vibe and kind of situation happened before. And it turned out that it wasn't just like a psychic attack. Um, it was also astral travel. Like he was astral traveling in his sleep. And then like, because he didn't know and he, you know, wasn't protected or anything. He was just you know, living his life, that it left him open for things to mess with him. Mm. And so this kind of has that same kind of feeling. So I also want to say this might be something where you should ward your bedroom or where you're sleeping, maybe like with some salt or black tourmaline underneath it, definitely some hematite to keep you grounded or some kind of iron, maybe Um, something that will keep you locked into your body so that you're not doing that um at least doing it unknowingly but since you're doing this and you have that natural gift it may be something to look into and develop if anything just because when you have mastery of it then you can turn it off and on another thing you can do is put a bowl of water under your bed it will catch the nightmares and catch the the negative dreams and stuff like that oh i like that how often do you change the water out night every night you have to change the water yeah I like that. Yeah, it works really well. Very well. So I have one thing that did stand out with this story, though, is um, where she says, we, like, because she heard, like, multiple voices when she was laughing, and we ended up banishing the demon. I say we because it almost felt like others were in control. I kind of wonder, my first thought with that, and I wanted to get your input, Monica, uh, that maybe it was like her protector spirits, like whatever like spirits that she works with for protection, if it was her spirit guide or an ancestor, or, you know, an angel or something like somebody, it seems like her, her, her crew, her people stepped up and realized that she, you know, was maybe in over her head and they did their job. Yeah, I agree. I think it was like spirit guide or, you know, definitely divine intervention, helping her out with that for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So good for her that she has her army behind her, for sure. Right? Yep, absolutely. So I would also say, like, you know, next time that you're feeling, like, connected to your spirit guides and whoever that was, like, give them a little offering, a little thank you, because they, they definitely had your back. Even though I know you sent us this story, like, 800 years ago, like, time is is useless, or not useless, time is meaningless. That's what I was trying to say, I think. An illusion. There we go. Fuck, guys, yeah. pregnant brain is hard. <laughs> um, time is an illusion yeah. they'll they'll still know what you're thankful for so definitely tell them thank you yes for sure absolutely and thank you for sharing that with us for sure yes thank you thank you okay. so our next one comes from sam s it says hello my magnificently inspirational stragas it's officially summer in socal and i'm excited to be out of school so that i can share my story of what happened to me after following monica's path working podcast you i hope i'm not too late obviously you were not too late let me just say because we're very late because we're in 
fall now and you sent this in summer so uh, okay back to our story I am so happy to finally share this story with you all, even though I was reluctant to in the beginning. Why? Because I was waiting a couple days until shit really hit the fan in a good way. As an empath, I always wait a few days before sharing magical experiences with others, especially close friends and family that are not as willing to be spiritually inclined outside of the Bible's teachings. I am not necessarily strega, nor do I follow the Wiccan read, but I am a diviner, hedge, hoodoo woman, knowing what energies I can and cannot fuck with. In the path working, my spirit guy was trying to show slash tell me as much as he could, like hot water curdling over a kettle when Monica led that awesome path working. When Monica had us as listeners find a clearing during the path working, I ended up at the head at the edge of a cliff on a beach. The scene was similar to an area I have hiked before in Torrey Pines. I faced the forest where I had passed through the clearing, sitting on a stump. Immediately, a hybrid, a birdman, walked towards me. It was either half falcon or hawk with wide feathered shoulders and a green cape. He wore black pants down to his knees and silver armor sheathing his calves down. His feet slash talons were exposed, and I stared down at them as I began to ask the questions you all told us to ask during the path work. I asked its name and if he slash she had something to say to me and or a gift. Realizing his gender through tone, he told me his name was Damiana Heka. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. I have recently tried to study the meaning of these words to better understand what he was saying through Google Translator. I learned that Damiana means thanks, gift from God, and Heka means word or magic in Egyptian. Heka is also known as the deity of the word magic for embodying the shape of a bird. This is where the confusion begins for me because I am questioning if this spirit is to represent Hecate or Heka, seeing as both deities share similar names and features, yet come with two different regions, Greece and Egypt. The gift he gave me was the key that had sparkled into swirls and then a key with a hoop handle that intertwined loops with two notches. I said thank you and he got up and walked away simply nodding his head. When I asked him where I could find him again or how I could how I could find him again, he said, just meet me here. It was a lovely experience and I contemplated it and as I fell asleep. My guardian spirit experiences started to show up as a reminder, a confirmation that it wasn't just a figment of my imagination a day or so after. A good friend of mine who works near my campus asked if I would go with her on a hiking trail towards the La, Ho La Jolla shore. When we walked back to the trail, I came across a coin from Costa Rica. The next day, the very topic came across on television from ads to TV episodes where there was a key theme. Still being skeptic, I really felt the shake when I was walking to the market the next day. On the way home, I stumbled across a key containing serial numbers. I found the key along with a few cow feather crow feathers during my walk. I am no longer skeptic when I say that spirit can and will walk with you if you just open the door and let him slash her come through. Thank you, Monica, for a wonderful path working. Shauna and Monica, y'all are holding it down for Southern California in terms of amazing, which is keeping it real, lighthearted, and always right on point. Blessings to you, and I cannot wait to hear the next podcast. Sam S. Wow. Well, I can't help but think that this is definitely re related to Hecate in some way, shape, or form because of the key reference, because that's one of her symbols. Yeah, that was a pretty heavy, heavy theme there, especially when it started manifesting and giving her that confirmation yeah. in the real world. There's yes. lots of keys. But also, let me just say that, like, you pointed out here, I'm scrolling through the email to see if I can find it, because let me just say, Sam, you made some really amazing points here that I just kind of want to, like, give you a thumbs up on. Um, but first, I love that you went through Google Translate to try and break down these words and figure out where they're from and to kind of help guide you there. Um, yes. But when you're talking about Hecate and Heka, like, maybe really look into both of them because I know you were saying that they hail from two different regions. But Hecate is actually, I believe, has her origins from Egypt as well. Yes, she does. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then like she's 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 been around for a while, and then she ended up making her way to Greece, and that's where a lot of what we see today kind of comes from. Right, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, and I would maybe 
maybe you need to kind of do some kind of path working or something to meet her and Hecka and kind of see what really feels right. But I am going to like kind of agree with Monica that I think that was interesting um, that so many of these keys came through. If you still have that key that you found, I would definitely put that on your altar or kind of make it into some kind of like magical jewelry yeah it's something you can either keep with you it's definitely a piece of your craft that was a gift from spirit Um, yeah with crow feathers next to it how can you deny that you know that's like crow is magic those crow you know that means magic period Mm -hmm. absolutely can we just say that i said cow feathers at first i know you did (laughs) i'm not even drinking guys it's just milk (laughs) what the fuck oh my god it's okay it's all good <laughs> ricky said i'm spiritually drunk i like that there you go. I'll, I'll go with that um i did want to say just like a couple of things that i thought was cool it was like at the beginning um so that she always waits let me just say i'm saying she i shouldn't say that because sam i don't know if that that could go either way for either gender but i'm just referring to you as a she i hope that's okay um but she says here that um she always waits a couple of days like after having some kind of experience before sharing it and i think that that's good because it gives you time to kind of chew on it and see how you really feel i also love the fact that you um kind of like got your confirmation like you had an experience that was really profound through this path working and then you said all right spirit this is cool now now confirm yeah. it for me right and and they did they did and you were you were totally receptive to that too you understood because sometimes signs are really subtle you know right exactly and yeah, so but you these picked up obvious. on all of them mm-hmm. these were definitely obvious signs no there's no doubt about that for sure absolutely and so i just thought that was really cool and just again like when you were saying like you're not exactly a straga and you don't follow like the wiccan read but you know you've got your practice here with like being a head witch a hoodoo woman knowing what energies you can and cannot fuck with i think that's really cool and i don't think that there's anything wrong with being eclectic and finding whatever path works for you because we are all on such individual timelines and realms here you know what i mean yeah, and you know, now is the season. It's funny that this is showing up now in the podcast because now is the season when the veil is very thin and Hecate is definitely in the picture right now. So if, if you haven't worked with her yet, now is the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Go get a key, put that on the altar for her. Maybe it had a garlic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, and just the other thing I just wanted to say is you said like, you know, knowing what energies you can and cannot fuck with. Good for you. Know your limits. I think it's important yeah. to know your limits. I think it's safe for us to know our limits. And when we do that, we also approach things with respect, you know? And and you know yourself as well. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? So my props, my hat's off to you, my friend. Yes, it was very good. Excellent. Like that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our next one, we're halfway there, guys. Well, a little over halfway there. So our next one is coming from Tanya. And it says, hi, Monica and Shauna. I love to listen to your podcast. It has been a joy since I discovered it on Spotify. I can't stop listening to you. Also, sorry if my writing is not good. English is not my native language. When I was listening to the second path working episode during the guided meditation, I saw a man. He was tall, short hair, good looking. His skin and eyes were silver slash white with a blue lilac glow. He was smiling and he approached me. He sat down and kept smiling. I asked his name. He didn't talk to me, but the sound Arctu was resonating in my mind and I felt really strong and peaceful energy. Then he gave me something that looks like a floating sphere, 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 maybe you're right, sphere, or a really big pearl. It had to be the size of my palm, and I had the same silver white color with blue lilac shine. After that, he left floating to the sky, smiling. To be truthful, I don't understand anything. I don't know who he was, and I don't know what's the meaning of anything. All of this happened at 1 a.m. I was on my bed with all the lights off, and when the meditation finished, I left my earphones and cell phone on my nightstand table and was thinking on what happened during the meditation, trying to understand. In that precise moment, the TV turns on, and I was imme- and I immediately froze, scared to death. 
I've been oh. thinking if I should repeat this or another meditation so I can talk to him, but I'm still nervous that something happens again. It's not the first time that something like this has happened to me since I'm a, since I was a kid. I've always had moments where the lights went on, doors opened and closed, teddy bears fell from shelves. Sometimes I listen to the sound of keys from my computer, but nobody was using it. At my age, these things are normal to me. Even my husband accepts it like it was just things that happens to me frequently. I've never cared to know who or what it was. I just accept it and I keep going with my life. But I never had that certain of certainty of knowing who it was. And I'm not sure if I'd like to know. And by the way, I've not told my husband this time that's my story i'm not sure if it's that interesting but i wanted to tell someone even if it was just by writing because i can't forget it yet if this story is shared i would like you to not mention my last name i scared myself for a minute i was like oh no i already said her name i only said her first name it's fine thank you for reading this even though it was long well tanya thank you for so much for sharing your story and it was not boring or uninteresting at all it sounds like you had a really interesting experience and sometimes when we have, have these, especially when we're doing it through trance work, like path workings, sometimes they get really confusing and we need, we need help picking them apart. Yeah. I definitely think this was like spirit guide energy, if you ask me. It was that the path working that we did last to find the spirit guide? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think this is that one that she's talking about. So I think yeah. it's interesting, um, like the the orb the sphere slash pearl that she was given it almost sounds to me like in my head i saw like a crystal ball huh yes yes it could be that's right yes a crystal ball that's true mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so maybe he's prompting you to do a little divination work as well yeah but i wouldn't be afraid about doing it again and meeting it and to try to find out more information from this this entity that appeared to you or this I'm man that appeared to you yes yeah, because it does sound like when you're saying like you don't know who the man was, like, you know, the specific intent of this path working was to find your spirit guide. Not to say that other things couldn't happen, but I do feel pretty confident saying that's probably what it was, was your spirit guide. I would go right. back through and listen to this again. If you feel like you need to um, do some, some kind of psychic or magical protection first, maybe what you should do is cast a circle and then go and listen to this and go through this path working in a circle so that you know you're protected and nothing can come through that that barrier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would be like a really nice, um, that would make me feel more comfortable, you know, especially if I was concerned. And maybe this time do it during like the middle of the day or something so that when you're done, you could kind of like go through and like smudge your house or something and kind of ground out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, if you wanted to learn more about spirit guides and stuff, and Monica and I have, have praised Ted Andrews so many times on this show, but it's because he's just such a wonderful author that is just a wealth of knowledge and very easy to read. Yes. And his book, How to Meet and Work with Your Spirit Guides, may be a really good one to do right to now. To read. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think it's a good suggestion. That's a good book for her to read right now. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. I think it will help you um, as you kind of build this relationship. It's going to help you understand a little bit more about, you know, how spirit guides and different types of spirits work and how you can work with them too, you know? Right. So that's a good one. Yes. Thank you for writing in and sharing yes. it. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And just, you know, your English is awesome. Like I only speak one language, so my hat's off to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Ted Andrews in that book, how to meet and work with your spirit guide. I was thinking about this the other day um, in the book. He mentions that like, predominantly spirit guides are either male or female and uh -huh. that a lot of times they, they can in fact be um just humans that have passed on people that oh, yeah. you know like Absolutely. you or me and stuff like that and so I was thinking I'm like okay at the time of this book that it was written it makes sense that like you know he would say most spirit guides would predominantly be male or female but with the way things are today I'm like man in like a hundred years, some people are going to have some fucking outrageously fabulous fucking drag queen spirit guides. <laughs> yeah, right. And I just think that is, and I mean, and, and everything in between, because we are totally like 
expanding and abolishing this idea of gender in so many ways but I was just like my first thought was like I always wanted Bianca Del Rio to be like my spirit guide and in my head like I always pretend she is and so I'm just like that might actually happen for someone one day and I'm very happy for them but also kind of jealous yeah remind Um, me to tell you what experience I had the other night off air I had I had to just put that out there because I would forget to tell you. Do so. you love how she just teased you guys like that? Dang. Yeah, yeah. Shitty <laughs> Maybe Monica. Maybe um, someday. <laughs> there you go. But I, Monica, I think you kind of missed some of this though because I know you don't know who Bianca Del Rio is. I don't so know who. It is. Your homework is to go on YouTube or something when we're done recording this and go look up Bianca Del Rio, mm-hmm. and then imagine her like as my spirit guide and I think that just makes a lot of sense about who I am as a person okay okay so report back and let me know your thoughts on that (laughs) I will will do that all right our next one our next our last one this one is coming from Christina okay Hi, Shauna, Monica. My name is Christina. First off, I just wanted to say that I love the show. Thank you so much for your hard work. I got to meet Shauna when she came down to Florida in 2020. Hey, girl. Hey. I've been a practicing witch for almost two years now, and I love the craft. I've always known I was different, and I had it had instinctively knew the basics about witchcraft i've had some experiences in my life and the most recent being a big deal i told shauna about it on ig but i've come to tell it again in detail along with my other experiences i just started this path right after my 30th birthday i'm about to turn 32 in june but i've realized that i wasn't just discovering myself when i started this path i was reawakening myself I've realized that the most of the basic stuff about witchcraft I've always known, but I've either kept it to myself or just tried to hide it or tried to change myself from my family and my ex-husband. Excuse me, my cat just jumped on everything. Let me wrestle with the cat real quick, guys. Okay, all right, here we go. Luckily, my husband now is very understanding, encourages me, and lets me be who I am, and that in and of itself is more than I can ask for. While studying this path, I've realized certain things had happened to me when I was a child, and now as an adult that I can see wasn't your average experiences. The experience I had in December at the end of 2020 has really pushed me to write to you guys. I'm sorry for rambling. Please feel free to cut this short. So let's start at the beginning. When I was little, I was always outside digging in the ground to find worms, catching lizards, holding roly-poly bugs, the small gray ones, and trying to find any animals I could. I've always loved all animals, and I felt like they all had a spirit like us. I can remember avoiding snails when they would come out after a rainy day and feel so bad when my family or I stepped on one. I also adopted a local stray cat that lived around our neighborhood. She was a small young tuxedo cat that I named Blackie. She was sweet and always came running when I called her. After I had bonded with her, she had soon had a litter of kittens, and once they were old enough to walk around, she showed them to me and let me pet them while she nursed them. One of her kittens was an all-black cat that I bonded with strongly, and looking back, I believe he was my first familiar. He was always by my side, and I can distinctively remember a time when I was staring into his eyes, and I thought in my head for him to jump into my arms, and he did when when he was my... Hold on. Speaking of cats, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Dean has opinions. I'm not paying attention to him, so we all must suffer. Okay. Ricky's coming to help me. Okay. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. Thank you for your assistance. Oh, did Dean? <laughs> All right. Let's find where we were. Okay. So, so I'm starting back and says he was my first familiar. Thanks for bearing with me, guys. He was always by my side, and I can distinctly remember a time when he was staring into my eyes, and I thought in my head for him to jump into my arms, and he did. He was my first baby. I also used to see what I called sparks around me all the time, especially at night when I was in my room that would dance around me in many different colors and sometimes form a dome around me or even become a mist. When I tried to tell people about it, they would think I had vision problems, so I stopped mentioning it. When I was outside one afternoon looking for small critters, I heard my name get called like my mom was calling me. I ran to the front of the house looking for my mom, but she wasn't there. She hadn't even come home from work. 
I shrugged it off and went back to playing again, but I heard my name get called, and again, I looked, and no one was there. Then 15 minutes later, my mom did come home. As the kittens got older, they started to go out on their own, but not my black cat. He still stayed around, and his mother as well. Then one day, he didn't come when I called to get to, for him to get fed. I saw he was walking around the backyard, but didn't see him again after that. Then three days later, I went to my backyard and found him dead next to our patio door. He was poisoned by our asshole neighbor. I was devastated, and I cried and cried all day, which sucked because that day I had moved into my own room. I'm the oldest out of three kids. That night, or sometime later, I was getting ready for bed, and when I thought I could feel someone or something watching, I looked out my window and saw the silhouette of a man standing right outside my window. At first, I thought it was a peeping Tom or something. My mom had made us watch America's Most Wanted, so I was scared. When I called for my parents to come see, but when they looked, the man was gone, and no one heard anyone outside. After he had vanished, I realized that the man had no features except he was a black figure that was darker than the darkness outside. My next experience happened when I was in high school. My friends and I were at the age where we thought we knew everything and wanted to do spooky shit. Unfortunately, they were looking into the darker part of this, and some things got freaky. I can't tell you for sure if everything happened was legit or them acting, but it was creepy. Some of my friends in our group were acting like they were possessed in an exorcist-type way, in which case I was bitten or they had started to act like different people entirely, like past life. Then sometimes at night, I would see dark shapes in my room at night, and I would try to go to sleep. I was always obsessed with candles and incense, and there would be times where I would light an incense stick, sit alone in my room, and stare at the smoke while I would ask a question, not knowing what I was doing with smoke scrying. Then one night, I went to sleep like normal with my dog sleeping on my bed, and I woke up the next morning with a bite mark on my neck. I had no idea how it got there, and I don't know if it was just my dumb teenage brain not noticing things, but while I was looking at the bite mark, I noticed my canines looked a little bit more pointy than they should. I know, I know, this sounds like some vampire werewolf shit, and honestly, that's what my friends would say all the time, and of course it was stupid, but having that mark on my neck with no explanation still has me stumped to this day. I also met an older woman who seemed spiritual in her own way, but she told me things about past lives, how yellow bruises met a negative energy had touched me, and that I needed to be careful. The seven years I was with my ex-husband, though, I stopped seeing and hearing things. Everything just stopped. I think it was because I wasn't my true self when I was with my ex. I wanted to start this path ten years earlier, but he forbid me from getting into it, and I feel like it blocked my third eye. But being with my current husband now, that has changed. My first sleep paralysis happened a few years ago, one night when we were sleeping alone at a hotel. I hadn't started my witchy path yet, but it was always in the back of my mind. Anyway, I had woken up earlier than my husband that morning, and I didn't want to get out of bed just yet. So I decided to lay there and cuddle next to him with my, fa with my back facing the edge of the bed to try and fall back to sleep. At first, I had just closed my eyes expectantly, but sleep avoided me. Then after a few minutes, I was overcome with the feeling that something was behind me. I couldn't move or speak. I was just stuck there with my back facing the edge of the bed and a dark presence slowly creeping behind me and surrounding me. I struggled to move or blink or do something to make it go away, but nothing I did or tried to do worked. I struggled like that for a few minutes, and then as quickly as it came, it vanished, and I woke up in a position I was in, and I was trying to fall asleep. My husband still sound asleep next to me. A few years later, I started to start my witch path, and my guests slowly returned. I'm starting to hear ringing and bells sometimes when I'm going about my day, and sparkles are appearing once in a while. My dreams are becoming more and more interesting and detailed, and I'm starting to feel energetic pulses if there is a lot of energy in the room. But a week ago, I had a really spooky experience. It was during the full moon of December 2020. I was very sleepy that night, and while we were watching TV, I was going in and out of consciousness, and I fell asleep. After the show was over, I was able to get up and walk around the room, getting ready for bed, like put dishes away and get the bed ready, etc., normal stuff. Then I cuddled my blanket, and I fell asleep. In my first dream, I was walking towards the back bedroom door that leads to the backyard to get my dogs from the yard when I felt a force hold slash slam me into the back door. I struggled against the force, and I tried to push back, but I couldn't. 
My hands were forced above me and my head was stuck facing the door. I screamed for Sebastian, my husband, to help me and to get it off me. And he did reach behind me and threw the force away. I think I woke up and then dozed back to sleep. The second dream, I was tired and needed to throw something away. And I went through the front door and I got startled by these three stray cats that ran up to me in the shadows. I still remembered the first night terror. So in this dream, I thought the cats were bringing it or they were a sign or something because I didn't know what was going on. I went back inside and went to work at my altar, which is right in front of my bedroom window overlooking my garden, when I saw them standing and sitting walking along my garden barrier stones. They are beautiful long-haired cats, one calico with yellow eyes, one white with blue eyes, and one black with green eyes. They were so beautiful looking at so beautiful looking that when I saw them I got calm and was amazed by them. It was either evening time with the sun setting or full bright moon because then they were in my window they were in my window and it was a white bright light over them. I when I saw them underfoot my front patio it was dark. That part of the ceiling was that part has a ceiling and is shaded by trees. I paid down with my back facing the edge of the bed towards the window but then I tried to go back to sleep in the dream and felt a force on me pushing me down I called for my husband who got it off again I told him I wanted to cuddle before we went to sleep I woke up for the third time kind of freaked out at this point and looked around my bedroom to trying to see or feel something I tried to shrug it shrug it off and turned around with my front to the edge of the bed and my back towards my husband when I landed my head on the pillow, I felt my eyes roll back in my head and I passed out slash fainted. The third dream, I woke up in the same position I had went to sleep in. I was startled, confused, and now very scared. I felt the force again pinning me in place, and again I called for Sebastian, but this time I couldn't speak. I was screaming for him to help me that something was on me and biting my back left side. I could hear my husband snoring at first, and then it sounded like growling behind me. I don't know, but I feel like something could hear me or something was behind me. I could see my hand in front of my face and told it to move, and it didn't listen at first, and the force was getting stronger. Then I was mad. I said, no, this wasn't going to win and began to think about the four elements and said them one at a, one at a time in each direction, asking for their assistance. It worked. I was able to move my hand and then wake up. I looked around the room but couldn't see or feel anything. I stood up, checked myself for a mark, finding none, then grabbed my peace love protection spray made with moon water and essential oils and sprayed the shit out of my bed, Seb, and myself. Then I got back into bed, got comfortable, and visualized white protective light, a white bright, gosh, guys, thank you so much for bearing with me here, <laughs> a white bright protective circle around myself, and for the first time, I saw it bright and white like I wanted slash needed and went to sleep. I had normal dreams. I woke up completely fine the next day. Recently, I had another experience with sleep paralysis. I woke up at 3.20 a.m. and went to check the laundry and tried to get back to sleep laying on my back facing the TV. It was a Monday night during the new moon, May 10th, and it started with me and my friends Michelle and Zule, and we were working together grooming, I think. I had to go to the back room and grab something. It was dark, and I got stuck in a chair slash bed staring at the TV. I was calling for Zule to come at, come over and help me and she saw on the phone and told me to hold on. Then I called for her again and I realized it couldn't move. Zule heard me and asked if I was okay and then I couldn't hear her and I began to scream for her for her to help. But every effort I made to scream or call Zule for help got weaker with my voice um, until I couldn't hear myself. Then the TV got brighter and brighter, and then I woke up facing the TV like I had when I went to sleep. I turned on my side and began to visualize a protective dome around me, a silvery blue light. I was able to go back to sleep with no problems. So yeah, I don't know if it's the same thing that I saw when I was younger or a different presence, but I can see or feel something when I'm awake and never during never during the day. Despite all this, I'm very happy sometimes emotionally. Hold on. My eyes are getting all messed up here. Despite all this, I'm still a very happy per person some, um, who always seems 
to see the bright side of things. I would love to hear your guys' opinion and advice on what I can do for your info that might help. I'm a Gemini sun, Cancer moon, and Sagittarius rising. Thanks in advance, ladies. Stay safe, stay witchy, and be blessed. That's some experiences. Hell yeah, it is. Thank you for sharing all that because I know that must have taken time to like sit down and write all of that and collect that and also probably kind of scary to have yeah. to like re relive some of that you know yeah yeah um yeah. so you know i think it's interesting because we were just talking about like you know astral projection which i think can really kind of go hand in hand with sleep paralysis sometimes i feel like they kind of fall a little bit in the same same category uh, sleep paralysis is extremely scary. I, I mean, it hasn't happened to me in a minute, but it's like you can't speak, you can't move, and you, you feel out of control. It's not a good feeling at all. You know, going, with your mouth, but nothing's coming out. It's a horrible mm -hmm. feeling. You know, going back to um, to Rick, Ricky's like experience with like you know astral projection and stuff that I mentioned earlier, that was always coupled with sleep paralysis. Oh like that always seemed to be what happened and so that's kind of like he would be like i had this weird dream or a nightmare or whatever and then and then he would start explaining the sleep paralysis and so i remember actually talking to one of the owners at green man about it one day and she was like oh he's astral projecting and like sleep paralysis can happen for a couple different reasons but one of them is like your body wakes up before your spirit's fully aligned back in it and uh -huh. that's like it puts you in this weird in-between space so that way like negative energies can fuck with you so it's like you're already feeling you know paralyzed because your, your spirit's trying to like get back into its meat suit and then you've got all these funky things that are kind of like ooh, what's going on so mm -hmm. there is that that part of it here that could that could potentially be some of it so i'm gonna go ahead and suggest the same thing that we suggested earlier to i believe it was adriana and mm -hmm. um protect protect your bed protect yourself while you're sleeping that's going to be the first thing to do mm -hmm. um do you think it could be um the the same thing that it was when she was a child because i kind of feel like i mean maybe it's not maybe. out of the realm of possibility no it's not it could certainly be it certainly can be we're not going to negate that mm -mm. okay yeah um but I do like how you were just like, no, I'm not going to let this win. And then you started calling on the elements because it was funny. As I'm reading this, I'm like, what would I do if this uh -huh. was me? And I was thinking, like, what protectors would I call? And you know what, dude? You did exactly the right thing. And can I first off just say I am so, like, beyond grateful that I have never had sleep paralysis. I hope I didn't just jinx it. You, ne you never had it? I've never had it. Oh, my God. I've never had it. And I'm so grateful because I have heard so many stories and it just sounds terrible it is terrible it is absolutely terrible it's not it's like a feeling like you've never experienced and i i wish you never have it because it's a terrible experience like knock on wood i'm so grateful i haven't had that i've had weird dreams and i've had scary like instances and stuff in my sleep that has woken me up where i've done exactly what christina did and and have to put that light around me to go back to bed and stuff like that i've definitely done that um you know i feel like haven't we all haven't we all done that because that's I mean, come on we're witches like our sleep gets mm -hmm. fucking weird sometimes yes yes it sure has i haven't been having any weird dreams lately knock wood but now that i said that i'll probably have a weird dream <laughs> right we'll report back tomorrow you'll have had a weird dream i'll have had sleep paralysis and then we'll be like why <laughs> that's what we get for opening our fucking mouth i don't right? know if you guys can hear this but dean is meowing from the floor he still has lots of opinions about the story that i apparently didn't let him share uh-huh um he's just wanted to speak on account for for the cat that was poisoned and dean wants to let you know that your old neighbor's a fucking asshole yes um, indeed. and i totally agree with dean on that one your neighbor is your old neighbor is a complete asshole and i hope they got their karma for that i was just um, gonna say that i hope they got their karma back and i'm I, sure they uh-huh i hope they got their karma for that one because you know what there's nothing as pure as an animal and oh God. it's just like i just don't understand what kind of fucked up person could ever want to hurt one you know i don't understand I, know. I don't get it either but 
And I'm sorry that you had to go through that, Christina. That's fucked up. How traumatizing, especially like with an animal that you're so like soul bonded to, like a familiar, like, fuck, I'm so sorry that you had to do that. Um, And I just want to say like, I love how witchy you were even as a kid, like spending all your time, like looking for critters and stuff like that. I know you're a pet groomer now. So, you know, I just think it's funny how it just like, you just totally just like followed that animal path. And I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. You know what? I never see roly polies anymore. I remember seeing those as a kid and I would play with them and stuff. I loved you them. Were? You would play with bugs? I know. Like me of all people, like I don't think it registered with me that roly polies were bugs. I don't know oh. what I thought they were, but like <laughs> they might freak me out now. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. They would. They probably yeah. would, but I never see them. Like, are those still a thing? Have like, guys, have yeah, you guys so. seen I mean, roly polies? I don't ever, I don't go looking for them, but I know they're still a thing. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, I just need everyone to write in. Like, do you guys still see roly polies out? Like, aren't they like a seasonal thing? Is that what I'm like thinking of? Like, what is I it? I need so. to know. I think he's going really out. well. Have you seen a roly poly, Richard? When? When was the last time you saw one? <laughs> he says he saw them all the time. Okay. I would say picture. It didn't happen, but I don't want to see pictures of bugs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, we weren't asking Ricky. We were asking our listeners. So shut up, Ricky. We <laughs> love you. <laughs> um, but thank you for writing in with that. And yeah, I did get to meet meet you when I went to Florida, and it was an awesome night. And I had so much fun. And I was actually just talking a little while ago about how I want to go back because I still haven't gotten my manatee fix. So hopefully. And this time we'll have a little witch lit and tell me maybe me and Monica can go to Florida Hell yeah. and we can meet you again and I can take Monica to meet Robert the doll this time. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Be, I think it'd be exciting. I, th- I know. It'd be very exciting. So thank you guys so much for writing in with your experiences because I know it, it takes a lot. It's very private and personal, you know? to yes. share all of these things and i thank you so much for doing that because it's yes it's i, pretty I as well yeah yeah it gets us it brings us closer together you know yep it's like birds of a feather flock together no doubt mm-hmm. about that would it be twigs of a broom fly together in this case <laughs> yeah perhaps well again if you guys have questions experiences you want to share stories any of it please write to us please share um when you do this means that we'll have material we can bring you another ask astraga and i promise i won't make everyone wait a year for it this time um wine spirits and witches at gmail.com if you guys are listening to this and you have sent something to my Instagram or Monica's or the, the podcast Instagram, please just go back and copy and paste it onto an email for us so that I can get that all like logged in because we would love to continue sharing stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Who is your shout out tonight, Miss Monica? You know, the other day when I was at the store, I met this great guy. I mean, I don't know. He was just so... I don't know. There was something about him that was just so wonderful. And his name was Connor. And I told him about this show and I'm hoping he's listening. So if you are listening, this is for you, Connor. That's my shout out. I think you shouted out to Connor last week. That was no, the other that was... Con- oh, Okay. Oh. All right. Was, Colin? No, I don't think it was a Connor. I think it was a... Um... Colin? Colin. Yes, Colin. yes, yes. Okay. I, I was yes. close. All right. Well, hey, Con- hey Connor. Hello. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for, for listening. Thank you for being cool to Monica yes yes so who's gonna shout out i have two shout outs for tonight and it's for one is for aaron elizabeth you are fucking awesome and it's just always so nice talking to you and hearing about your magical experiences um she's one of our listeners and i've been able to talk to her and do readings and we've talked about spirits and i think it's so cool that we both love the warrens and all things spooky um and so i just wanted to give you a shout out and send you some love and my other one is to Melissa Marie, who is um, another really awesome witch and I, and that listens to the show. And I've talked to her recently and it's just really nice. Um, you know, when you're, when you're giving like advice or a reading to a witch and you can just say like, Oh, do this witchy thing. And they're like, got it. Like, I, I always love that, you know, again, birds mm-hmm. of a feather flock together, you know, like you guys are my people and thank you for listening. Thank you for talking and, and being part of, 
our extended coven because I love how it just reaches all over the country and sometimes all over the world. Ricky was looking at uh, some of our stats and like we're we've got listeners in a couple different countries that was super awesome and mm-hmm. I wanted to say thank you so much for all of you guys that listen but I also Absolutely. wanted to give a shout out to our Patreoners Chelsea, Lynn, Stephanie, Autumn, Carter, Soul, Jillian, Danielle, Luca, John, and Onyx. You guys are fucking awesome. And thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. If you guys want some cool extras from us, you guys can go to Patreon and look up Wine Spirits and Witches and get some cool bonus content there like these guys. If um, you can't support us on Patreon, we totally get it. But please leave us um, a review wherever you listen to us. I think one of the only streaming places that you can review us is Apple Podcast. Uh But, you know, like, review, follow absolutely Um, yes oh apparently i i missed some patreoners so yes thanks also shout out to ricky for being an amazing assistant sometimes um sometimes we're just gonna do this one more time and i'm just gonna go through all of them again um adam the vampire chelsea lynn courtney stephanie autumn carter maureen stephanie soul jillian danielle luca tony summer valerie john onyx and miss liz thank you guys so much thank you thank you patreons thank you absolutely and i will get some some cool stuff up for you guys soon and maybe even just a couple pictures of dean so you guys know who's been interrupting the podcast lately <laughs> i yes. think it's important he's a handsome fellow he's very handsome he in- is indeed yes mm-hmm. so we will be talking to you guys soon um and we are in spooky season. We have not forgotten. We do have a cool spooky, more dark side kind of episode planned for you guys um, for Halloween. Just the spirit of the season. And I'm super yeah. excited for that. Um, and also, like, yay, because Mercury's almost out of retrograde. Thank the gods. Thank mm-hmm. the gods. This has been one fuck of a retrograde. One fuck of a retrograde. But it's our last one for the year. Thank God, thank God. I'm so glad that it didn't fall on my birthday. It always falls on my birthday, but not this year. Hoo-hoo. So there you go. Me. You got a break. You got a break. You're not kidding. You're All right, guys. Kidding. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Write with your experiences. Do the Patreon thing. Do the review thing. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And on that note. Merry meet. Merry part. And, and merry, merry meet again. Meet again.